So I just walked in from Mark's kitchen to pour myself a delicious uh, spice rum and passion orange uh, cocktail. And I find our producer Janine on the floor looking at Mark's phone. And uh, we're all kind of tipsy. And she's like, look at Mark's phone. It's got this big titted woman on it. My phone doesn't have a big titted woman on it. <laughs> Inequality right here in the Weeaboo house. Get her a big titted woman on her phone, Mark. All right, give me a second. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Weeaboo Wednesdays, where Michael's revealing the inner workings of my love life. <laughs> and what's I, on I'm, my phone. I'm Michael. <laughs> I'm embarrassed, I guess. <laughs> you had that up whole week, Mark. Our producer, Janine. Yep. No, I know now what she was looking at. I have on my locked screen, in honor of our last, well, our last recording, which we haven't posted... Uh, we have Big Boobed Carol from Tomo-chan on my phone. Oh, boy. I know you did. Mm-hmm. All right, and all. I what didn't it... know you were looking at every night. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, I guess every night and every day. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. Whoa. <laughs> Though so... I, I am thinking of changing it just because it's white and my the, my clock on my phone is white, so I can barely see what time it is. It gets lost in the titties, is what, what I'm saying. Well, you know what time it is? Yeah. It's titty time. Yeah. And titty time, by that we mean it's Wednesday. Yeah. So, Mark, what did we watch this Wednesday? I'm not happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, we went on Netflix because something just came out recently. It claims to be inspired by Death Note and goes by its name. And honestly... It says it's based on Death Note. At best, I would say it's inspired by Death Note. Well, we watched the oh. Netflix Death Note. Netflix originals used to be used to be a, a word of quality and good. You're gonna enjoy yourself with this movie. No, I, I mean, I, okay. So first of all, full disclosure: mm. uh, I, Michael, the co-host of Weeaboo Wednesday, uh, uh, have only seen at most five episodes of Death Note. Which bothers me greatly. This man has not seen De calls himself a weeb, yet he has not seen Death Note or Full Metal Alchemist for fuck's sake. And, and to yet, which we will fix that at a later time. And yet I quote hey. them incessantly. A hey. true definition of a weeb. Hey, <laughs> grabbing culture away from things he has no understanding of while hey. co-opting and putting on a face as if he understands it. Hey, only one third here has actually watched the full episode of FMA, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, Janine, you're working on it. Soon you'll be two-thirds. <laughs> Nonetheless, going back to Death Note, <laughs> Michael, has, as he said, has not seen it. I have read the entirety of it, watched the entirety of it, and yeah, and now watched the entirety of this movie. I've not seen the live-action movies that came out in Japan, which apparently do, the, do justice to the material, so I've heard. Aww. But I have not seen it. And I have quite a long list of notes of how they they whitewash this Jap this anime classic. And I have questions. Uh -huh. And comments is, uh, uh, I guess from this rare perspective, being the non-weeb in this occasion. I know. It's... Yeah. Oh, God. I'm... So, strap in. Mark's uh, uh, taking a big sip from his comical coffee cup of Kona coffee, which he spiked with too much vodka. Yeah, That's burns. why you never pour your own drink, Mark. Mm. Yeah. No, actually, isn't that why you don't trust anyone else to pour your drink? No, this is why you don't pour it yourself, because yeah. you clearly don't have valve control. Yeah. 
Speaking of control, <laughs> let's get down to this shitty movie. All right, let's, uh, okay. I guess Mark is going point by point, oh, and I will All ask right. questions. Oh, okay, spoiler alert now, my original intention before these two have gotten incredibly drunk was that I wanted us to do a review without doing spoilers first. No. But clearly, neither of us have the capacity in which to keep ourselves under control. Mm -hmm. I mean, the movie essentially seems like an encapsulated movie in, in, in on itself. There is a very definite conclusion. It feels like they kind of, like, uh, truncated a, a lot of the series into uh, They did. They did. And one of the things I did kind of like, uh, which I will... We're going to go straight into the ramen now, is... Review ramen! Uh, no, we and I'm going to actually... Uh, as I fall quickly into the broth, I'm going to grab hold of what ramen I can before I dip into the utter disgustingness the of this salty broth, which I suspect was spiked with semen. <laughs> this is top ramen. I went to a restaurant that charged me, like... $15 for, like, uh, a thing of ramen. And it was in San Diego during Comic-Con. <laughs> and I noticed, it's like, this is fucking top ramen that you cut with other ingredients. <laughs> like, it's straight up top ramen. Like, I recognized the broth, the smell of the noodles. And I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> now, alright. One of the things I'm gonna uh, go down this is... The movie ha cast two of the characters very, very well. Ryuk, which was uh, which was done by Willem Dafoe. Who, yeah, Green who, Goblin. Oh my god. <laughs> it's me, William <laughs> Dafoe. I'm glad you liked me in this anime movie. Yes. <laughs> he did Ryuk a lot of justice. Like, yeah. if I was to have anyone voice him, it would be Willem Dafoe again. And the guy they had playing Light. Now, they went, a, yeah. for those who don't know, they went in a very different direction in cat. And in the whitewashing of this uh, very Asian series, decide, um, cast a black guy as Light, who was by far one of the whitest characters in all of Death Note. Was he actually He white was really the, uh, pale white. Oh, well, like, uh, 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 was Light Yagami, like, ethnically European in the uh, no, actual No, he was, he was supposed to be Japanese. Ah. I believe Light or not L is Hell, kind of an yeah. unknown because he grew he grew up in this weird orphanage which they touch on in the movie, but it's kind of un they don't really establish where he's from or who he is for kind of the reason of he, that's that came, kind of came out for me from left field I was like what the fuck <laughs> he's from a fucking secret orphanage that like picks up kids and trains them to be detectives yeah that was actually in the manga that was so that's actually in the manga that's actually in the, it's only it's not touched on too much honestly so it's literally like the same thing like where they did in the movie where it's just like no let's put, they did even less with that the only time where if I'm not mistaken that the that other orphanage shows up is when, spoiler alert for Death Note, I guess, Light uh, L does die. Yeah. And Watari or whatever goes and pretty much picks up his replacements. Yeah. Well, L. Yeah, L dies. Oh, in, in the anime. And, and the manga. Oh, and yeah. the manga. Okay. Yeah. yeah in, in, uh, the only way, the only place I'm not mistaken, really, the manga and the anime kind of differentiate a bit yeah. is towards, is like the actual ending scene. But he doesn't die in the Netflix movie. Um, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he... he in the end, they actually had kind of the good guy win in this case. Kind of. Yeah, uh, so but... so is uh, the uh, the guy who's playing L, his name is uh, Lakeith Stanfield. And he did a bang-up job. He did a pretty... I was actually... He, I was like, yeah. He did such a great job with, with L. He had the awkwardness down of where someone who clearly doesn't know how to handle people normally. Yeah. He... 
He's got that, like, savant attitude. Yep, yeah. and even down to where L never really kind of loses his shit like he does in the movie, mm-hmm. he still played it very, very well and to point. Like, this is something I would imagine L would do in the book if he ever did that. Okay. Yeah. Because honestly, let's be let's be honest. A man, a, a boy grew who grew up to be a detective who has, like, intelligence probably in the 300s. Yeah. Probably not, can't handle emotions too well. Yeah. Especially when he doesn't, he he spends that movie, entire movie, like, sleeping maybe two hours. I asked you to get me Skittles! These are clearly Reese's Pieces! You've mixed with M&M's! I have only slept for three hours in the past four days! And so we're still down a god killer? Get me my fucking Skittles! Alright, I have a long list of notes. Sucks on thumb. Well, alright. Uh, now that my piece of Roman has now broken off and I'm falling right back towards the damn bra. So there's there is some good casting. Yes, casting yeah. was done very well. The the guy who plays Light's father did a decent job at it. Lights You know what okay, I, you know what uh, you you know what uh, Light's father reminded me of? Yeah. Uh, Gordon? Uh, no, James no, no, no. Gordon from <laughs> Gotham? No. <laughs> uh, he reminded he I thought for a second because I was kind of drunk when I uh, 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 when I watched the movie. Maybe that's why. I, uh, full disclosure, I enjoyed it a little bit. I thought for a moment that I forgot what we were watching. I was like, "Am I watching a Phoenix Wright live action adaptation?" <laughs> and is that like Profe- uh, Detective Gumshoe? Because <laughs> he looks like he's got the sideburns. He's got like the square face. I'll take your word for it. I've never played. Phoenix Wright. Yeah, he's just like the idiot detective who's the, just like Phoenix Wright. He didn't help it. The most exper- the most exposure I have to Phoenix Phoenix Wright besides online memes and jokes is my annoyance at his inclusion in Marvel vs. Capcom three. I mean, it's essentially just like a visual novel with like uh, um, choices with logic that oh, you didn't find the real killer. Well, let's just send this guy to jail anyways because right. that's how the courts work. <laughs> but nonetheless, going back to this, all right. First thing I'm going to definitely, I've got to say this, and I'm trying to be as impartial as possible, despite my wee rage is bubbling as hard as it can in the back of my throat. <laughs> I can see the Sharingan's form in his eyes. <laughs> yes, and before I go full Mangekyo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. We nerd! Weeb! Alright, stepping back from this being, stepping back from it, what it, that this was a Death Note, any connection to those original movies, it was decent. It was actually a kind of a decent little film of basically a kid, a, a kid in the middle of nowhere getting godlike powers. I actually thought like if you took this movie, mm-hmm. uh, took this concept, moved it back to the eighties or nineties, this would be like a like a Donnie Darko. Like it, it would be the, it would be. You, it actually, no, it very much feels yeah. like it feels like they wanted to be Donnie Darko. Yeah, it kind of feels like if you saw this when you were like a middle schooler and like uh, n- barring that you like Death Note the anime and the manga didn't exist. Mm-hmm. I feel like this would be very formative amongst uh, the like the hot topic group, you know. Oh, Death Note was formative of the well, well, hot yeah, topic yeah, but, group. But, but I'm saying it's like in an alternate, you know, a parallel earth A where it's like mm-hmm. the manga and anime didn't exist yeah. and like you just took this film and like moved it back yeah. to the 90s. Which does which brings me back to what, what I thought this movie was in its entirety, it was a move. It was a movie about a ki- some kid. Yeah. Su- this basically a high school movie of where this kid gets in over his head, and they wanted to make it sell, so they strapped the Death Note 
uh, Death Note name onto it and modified the script. Yeah, I mean, like, essentially, like, the, the plot is about, like, the ethics of, like, what to do with ultimate power. And yeah, that, that, like, things are more than just black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, just, yeah, exactly. And now I'm going to start dipping my feet into the broth. Yeah, do it. All right. Oh, splashy splash. Oh, let me get all these napkins because Mark's really <laughs> slapping those gaps in this ramen pot. Okay, the first inclusion of just, I don't know if it was because I was, uh, where I, how I was been born, but the choice of the name Light Turner and <laughs> just made me immediately think of Fairly Odd Parents, of some boy who is getting the shaft of his entire life, is getting godlike powers from a supernatural being who could be called his fairy godparents. <laughs> like young me wasn't above average kid. No, no one understand. Oh god, I actually got someone wrote something for this already. There's a um mom and dad. No, and the pressure dad. from his parents and his parents on his ass. <laughs> but doom and gloom up in his room, he munches on a stick. With a little little pen flip, he eats a potato chip and gives that heart attacks. Oh. <laughs> oh god, there's more to this, but I I do not have the singing capabilities in which to do so. And neither do I, but I want to give it a shot. But uh, <laughs> no, not right now. Alright. Oh, Let's god. trudge along. I am just so disorganized in my thoughts right now of this. Of <laughs> Jumbled. What, what did you think about uh, the... Because uh, I know that there's uh, the... There's... The, the love interest in this is, like, Light and uh, Mia. Okay. All right, I guess that'll be my first thing. And this is more of just rage. I guess a lot of my rage, which is kind of unjustified, is coming from the fact of how different this is from the fucking original series which they claim to be inspired from. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And one of the biggest things, I guess, that pisses me off was the change to Mi- Misa, Misa Amane, or Mia Sutton in this movie. Yeah. Which does kind of help me separate these are two different characters. Yeah, so, uh, like, g- g- give me the cliff notes. What's Mia actually, uh, Misa, Misa like? Right, Misa Amane, besides being my first, like, anime crush as a kid. I, what? I remember, oh, our producer, Janine. <laughs> I <didn't know> Oh, Janine clearly has uh, some higher opinions of waifus. So apparently, Janine yeah. is not happy with me. So, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let me let me take a shot in the dark. You're remembering what Misa looked like. She's the blonde chick with the pigtails who looks like she fell into a hot topic, right? Exactly. Oh <laughs> shit! I, yeah. shows, shows my taste when I was younger. Damn you! <laughs> that means when she cosplayed as me. <laughs> when who? Sarah! <laughs> what? <No>. You! <laughs> Whoa! Two strikes for a mark now! I will say Nine years, I didn't know this! <laughs> oh, dear! Well, admittedly, I enjoyed that aspect. That wasn't mean like I was gonna cheat on you. Oh my god. But <laughs> still! Alright, alright, right, let's keep this rolling. Okay. What, what, uh, so, uh, what is she like in the manga? In the manga, she ch- the reason she ca- she comes off originally as the second Death Note uh, uh, owner. Oh, so there's more than one? Yes, there's more than one Death Note because Ryuk is not the only god of death. Oh. There are several others. Ryuk, the, literally the story starts off that Ryuk, that the other death gods are like going, Hey dude, did you hear? Ryuk lost his death note. What, seriously? Yeah, he dropped it in the human world. Uh, 
And what apparently part of the rules is once the Death Note falls into the human world, it belongs in the human world. Okay. So it's kind of one of those things of ah, you dropped it, you dropped it on international Loser. soil, you can't touch Loser. it. Loser. That is that is now American property. You have dropped it on American soil. All the Absalons and Belzebubs are pointing their fingers and claws at you. Essentially. Loser. But but the reason he does it in the first place is he got bored okay. and thought this would be funny to watch as humanity starts tearing itself apart with all godly power. All right. And she essentially finds another death note and begins, like, announcing herself as Kira. Okay. Uh, announcing herself in order to get Light's attention because she actually fell in love with him, or at least began worshipping him herself because he ended up killing her parents' killers. Oh, okay. And she really agreed. Like in the book, like in the movie, she really supported what he was doing. Yeah, The idea but... of killing criminals. But in the, in the manga and the anime, she never had the drive to become, like, the only one by herself. Okay. She never had the drive to become God herself. What she wanted wasn't so much the power. She wanted light. Okay. Well. And in the, in the manga and the... The manga and the anime, they treat light treats are more like a tool rather than a lover. Okay, yeah. Despite so the fact they move in with each other. In uh, in the movie we just watched, uh, it's very high school. Light shows her. Yeah. Um, it, it was confusing at first because she's the girl that like tried to protect that one kid who was being bullied, right? Yep. And what do you do? You murder. <laughs> I want to murder everybody. But but it was also confusing because it's like, why didn't she stand up for him when like the teachers like come over and stuff? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seriously. Well. All right. In the fair, in fairness of that scene, I guess I'm guess I'm playing devil's advocate in this case is the fact that she didn't want him playing white knight for her, and after she got, he got punched out, she I bet she was like, right, oh, serves the idiot, so, serves the white knight, right? I I mean I guess. But, seeing as I'm floating in broth right now, I've, I've grabbed onto another piece of ramen, and that was, I actually liked that twist. Where, by, for those who don't know, by, towards the end of the movie, Misa kind of become, or Mia becomes the antagonist for the series, for the movie. Yeah, she, uh, she steals a page of, like, the Death Note, she ends up, like, killing a bunch of FBI uh, operatives who are tailing light. Um, Be yeah, continue. Uh, yeah, she ends up killing a bunch of FBI operatives that are tailing light. She doesn't tell them, and then like she ends up, um, she ends up uh, writing Light's name in the book and says if she doesn't give, uh, if she, if he doesn't give her the Death Note by midnight, he'll die. Mm -hmm. So she, uh, like her, the problem with her character, uh, from from what I feel like is it's like. I, I don't like characters that go from zero to a hundred out of mm -hmm. nowhere. And it's like, uh, from what you're telling me inside the anime and the manga, there's a lot more buildup and there's a lot more, um, things to see what her motivation is to like fall in the light mm -hmm. in, in the movie, what light eventually like light tells her that he is like, uh, like a God, like a kid showing uh, another, like a girl he has a crush on. It's like, Hey, Check out my blue eyes white dragon. I want that in a tournament. It's holographic, and but she's totally into it after he kills a dude who like is like uh, uh about to kill his family. Like it's a hostage situation, and he like he, he kills him. Now this is the biggest thing that detracted me. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, Light is his character, which the movie does kind of per. <sighs> 
Light is supposed to be an incredibly intelligent character to the point of so in the, at least in the manga to the point of being a sociopath. Yeah. He is an he is an antisocial sociopath with no real interest in love or any kind of like other human connections. A perfect Japanese businessman. Yes, he is the perfect Japanese businessman. And in the in this series he is a angsty like teen. There there's something weird about America where it's like if there's gonna be like a young adult or a teenage movie, the the lead always has to be like a underdog angsty teen. Mm -hmm. Like like I, I I I've seen enough of Death Note to understand the character of Yag Light Yagami where like Light Yagami is like this he comes from a point of privilege. Like yeah. he, he wants for not. Yeah, um, he he's essentially a man who's grown bored with life and doesn't know what he's gonna do. Which made his which which is what made the Death Note interesting. He like he he's under this veneer of like he's doing this for justice, but in all reality, he's doing it because he's a kid who's found a new video game. Kind of, at least uh, uh, at least in the <laughs> movie that feels like it. Yeah. In the manga, I guess. Well, it very much felt like the idea of a story would be is like, what if the perfect person got a hold of the perfect like weapon to help f clean the earth? Yeah, and like the kind of in the idea that absolute power cor absolutely corrupts. Yeah, except in like in the movie, what it seems like. Light Yagami, or, like, Light Tur Turner, essentially. Yeah. Mr. Turner. Yeah, is, like, an overachiever, but he's also, Not like... A, he isn't an overachiever. Well, he's, he's, he's smart. He could be an overachiever, but, like, he's got, like, this past tragedy that's only glanced upon, like, once or twice. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, this is why he's angsty, because his mom, his mama died, because, like, this dude hit him mm -hmm. with a car. And got out of yeah. it. Yeah. And, and then it's, like, his, his, like, his motivations for this are essentially this very black and white view of justice. It's like, mm -hmm. if you are bad, you die. Yeah, here was the thing that kind of bothered me with this, is the fact that they tried to yeah. tell, essentially, Light's, like, jump to corruption with two characters. Yes. Yeah. They did the... And essentially, Light is the angel, Mia is the devil on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. She's the one who keeps pushing him to do more and more and more. Well, I, I don't feel like it's essentially, like, a, a thing of corruption. It's a thing of, like... Essentially, kids getting a little hold of like a perfect gun and like not not understanding nuance because mm -hmm. it's like the only time that's brought up is like when uh, Mia finds like that chat room uh, of people who are like Kira worshippers. Mm -hmm. But by the way, like Light takes the surname Kira as as uh, to take responsibility. It, did did they do that in the uh, manga? Kind of, kind of. I don't remember exactly like how he got the name. I'll do a quick Google search. Yeah. But it has been a while. I'll keep talking. I, I like to know we we've just literally started recording this podcast right after getting off watch. We this. had deep dish pizza. It was really good. And I'm gonna suffer for it later. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mark's lactose intolerant. Don't tell them my weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, essentially, uh, cure light. We gotta, like, separate these two to make our lives easier. Yeah, I'm just gonna call, uh, Netflix one Turner and the, <laughs> the one in... The manga. The manga Yagami. Uh, sure. Excuse me. So, Turner starts offing people left and right because it's, like, they're bad guys. It, it seems more, uh, uh, more of, like, a kid who... He's essentially me when I was, uh, uh in middle school <laughs> doxing Westboro Baptist churches oh. or trying to do that. <laughs> who are, like, releasing fucking people's information oh, who subscribe to, like, Hustler magazine. <laughs> which was fucked up. <laughs> And by doxing, it was like, 
I had a very poor understanding of how to do that, so I was just like, so I just go over their site and hit refresh a lot? <laughs> but, so, essentially it feels to me, it's not so much as, like, a road of corruption, but it's, like, these two kids who get a hold of, like, the perfect weapon, mm -hmm. and have, like, this very juvenile and naive form of justice. Yeah. Because it's, like, once they find that, um, that group of, like, Kira worshippers who are putting people who you should kill... Uh, Turner makes a good point. It's like, what if they're lying? What, what if this is just a person who's, like, pissed them off and they're not, like, a bad person? And it's like, oh, my manager's a fucking pedophile when really your manager just, like, chewed you out for, like, coming to work late for, like, three times in a row. Yeah, but, like, Mia has, like, this weird black and white sense. It's like, no, like, we have to believe these people. It's, and it almost seemed mm -hmm. like Mia has had more storyline to her. Like, maybe yeah. it's like, right. I was I was fully expecting it's like, is Mia molested? Or is she, like, has she been raped? And, like, is this why she's, like, black and white? But it never goes into that. So Mia's character seems super shallow and goes from that zero to a hundred of being, like, I'm just, like, this weird cheerleader who's, like... Crazy. I wouldn't say, like, she's, well, she, crazy. she's crazy later on, but when she first shows up, she's kind of, like, this aloof, vapid, like, um, I, I would say, like, the rugged 2000 she, version of a manic pixie dream girl. She feels almost like, kind of, like, that bore, that bored aspect, that light from the manga was supposed to be. Yeah, like... She, she had everything, she was a little, she was a cheerleader, she had the attention of boys, she had all... Like she looked, she was pretty. She had everything that "quote unquote" a high school girl should want. Yeah, and, she's just walking around she, smoking too. I'm like, is nobody gonna call her out for that? Yeah, and honestly, and no one can. And, and it she, wasn't a joint; it was a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's one thing if it was a joint; it's like that's illegal now. <laughs> but if it's a cigarette, fuck you. <laughs> but all right, now we're going back to the Kira thing. The name, uh, he didn't actually come up with it in the manga. Okay. That is the name that the public gave him. Okay. Because it's, it literally just means killer, killer in Japanese. Yeah. And it's just kind of a play on words. How imaginative. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to. I mean, how imaginative do you expect the public to be for something to catch on? Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Boston Strangler was just called after what he was called. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. And the, and the only reason they got the name Kira in this case, because he was doing it worldwide, it wasn't based in Japan, it wasn't based, the only reason, like, the story was based in Japan was because Light was in Japan. This yeah. could have been... Well, like, he, like, in the movie, Turner uses it as a kind of a red herring so yeah. to make it, people suspect that the killer is from Japan. Which I think is a great sim symbol for fans of the manga and anime for their thoughts of this film. Yeah. The lame cure in Death Note is a mere red herring as to what you expect from this movie. <laughs> this is not, you are not getting the oh, Death Note manga and anime. You are getting, over the meta. you are getting something else. You're getting the white man's Death Note. Because it, like, it, it does feel like a, 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 a teen, a, a teen romance with the veneer of like hor uh, horror thriller over it. Mm -hmm. I was kind of disappointed at the end when they both didn't die. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean both? Like, uh, uh Mia, Mia, or uh, no. uh, fucking uh, Sutton died. Yeah. Mia, Mia, Mia died, and uh, I, I wanted Turner and Mia to die on that Ferris wheel on that 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 song. I, I would have been. Oh, cool. Both assholes get their comeuppance because it's like I couldn't. I, I know I'm supposed to, like, develop, like, uh, sympathy for, like, light 
because it's like the story is predominantly about him. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have developed sympathy for Mia, but it's like the story didn't focus around her, so mm-hmm. like it, it just made her go from like zero to a hundred of like being. It's like no, we have to kill these people. It's like you're because you're a pussy. You you don't want to kill kill them. It's like where the fuck is this coming from? Because it's like we understand light's motivations. Light light's motivations is, is like the injustice of a guy walking away after like killing his mom in a hit and run. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what is Mia's uh, motivation? Power? Love for him? Because it's like, you're never really clear on that. She just comes off as crazy to me. Yeah, she just comes off as crazy, and I thought that was just like a waste of a a, character. Like, you could have just, like, inserted, like, one thing on, like, a Gremlins thing, where it was (laughs) just like... Do you, re- do, do you remember the movie's Gremlins? Do you remember that one part where, like, the character just goes off on, like, this weird two-minute rant where the movie goes really yeah. dark? It's like, we find, like, my dad on Christmas Eve got stuck in the chimney and broke his neck. We found his corpse two days later, and that's why she does it. She hates Christmas. It's like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? I don't remember that, honestly. I, 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 I feel like this, the, this movie would have improved from something like that for Mia, you mm-hmm. know, like just, uh, just been like, you know, I was molested by my big brother or like, you know, a school, like my cheerleader coach, but I had to do it because like it run like being a cheerleader and being a, like, uh, or even- an, a, excelling runs in my family. So I couldn't talk to the, anybody about that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I am right now where I'm like aloof and stuff because it's like, I, I don't feel like I can form a connection to anybody because I can't trust anybody because I feel like I have to keep out this veneer. That would have been interesting, and then I would have been invested in her too. Honestly, what they probably could have just fucking done is just taking a pic, pic just taking a note from the goddamn book. Yeah, there from you the, go. Not uh, from the actual. I don't mean literal death note from the actual manga itself of of him coming up with all of this cure nonsense by himself. Yeah, and then so and then actually doing the same avenging whatever loss she had. Yeah. And in the same reason, the excuse for why she's kind of, like, alone, kind of crazy. But I guess then you would have to introduce that there are more than one Death Notes. Well, no, you didn't, you wouldn't even need to do that, of where, like, she, either she's smart enough to put two and two together, or it just so happens that he has a crush on someone he saved. Or he does it on purpose to get her to love him. Oh, ooh, that that one would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I feel like that one would be, uh, that, that actually would, that would make his character... Too dark. Uh, that would make his character a little too dark because it's like what they're going for here. Well, at least what I felt like is like I said, it, it, it's like a person with this misplaced sense of like justice and mm-hmm. not enough understanding of like nuance of like how people actually work. Yeah, because at first he starts killing off like people who actually deserve it. There's like terrorists, like mm-hmm. a, a war criminal. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I have weird feelings about pe- like him killing people on like death row because as we find out like every other year, it's like people on death row shouldn't be there. Like yeah. evidence has been pointed in the wrong direction and they've been in- rotting away in fucking prison for I years. That, I think the number is something like four percent of people who've been ex- who are executed are actually were probably innocent. Yeah. I don't remember the exact number. I, I'm just remembering a little bit from my from uh, game theory. They did a part. They did a video on how many people Light Yagami actually killed as Kira. Yeah, how many was it? What was the um, I think well, he, they combined all three of the um, Kira. Basically, they did who died from Kira, uh-huh. and there was like three or four different Kiras. There was Light. There was Misa for a short time. Uh, cut out that uh, light uh, light used to do it for his work form, and then a vapid like loyalist uh, worshiper at the end. Okay, and 
by the end of it, I think it was something. I think with Light himself, I think it was like twenty one thousand a year was the number. Twenty one thousand a year. Uh, yeah, yeah and in the like movie, it was uh, four hundred people. But then again, the movie also takes place within like what a month, a week. Something. We're, we're not sure. <laughs> yeah, they don't really put together like how long. Like we don't have like a clear timeline. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you can just Google up like uh, war criminals. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I. Uh, so, my question, Mark, mm-hmm. our um, Death Note specialist, our panelist, Mark, mm-hmm. right here on our, our pocket, Weeaboo Wednesday You podcast. don't need to keep talking me up. Tell yeah. me your question. Um, so, uh, well, one of the main reasons why I... Uh, th- th- there are, like, a threefold reasons of why I, st- oh. I I didn't continue on with watching Death Note. Okay. One was, I realized I wasn't invested in this at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, two... I felt like it reminded me a little bit too much of, like, My Chemical Romance and the whole Hot Topic scene, <laughs> which I had very conflicting feelings with when I was a kid. It's like, I want to be cool like the Hot Topic mm-hmm. kids, but at the same time, it's like, this is hella lame. Here's the th- okay, in cont- the last one? Uh, and three, uh, somebody spoiled the light, uh, or L died to no. me while I was in episode four. It's like, well, you know, that's three <laughs> strikes. I'm going to go watch... Veroni Kenshin. <laughs> Not a bad Batosa! <laughs> I would have much rather watched Veroni Kenshin than this movie, oh, honestly. Bad, yeah. But the, one of the biggest things for me is like, here's the thing. I never really understood. I was so out of touch with what other people were interested in during high school for the most part. Yeah. So the idea of a hot, the hot topic thing just did not connect to my brain. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand that stuff because I never really... I didn't shop for clothes that much. I didn't do anything. I didn't, like, look into what the cool kids were doing or where, I the, neither, where, I, the, where the emo kids got their stuff. I was musically stunted to the point of where <laughs> I barely knew any bands. I, I'm gl- I, a little toast to you and me, Mark. We were in the same thing. I was one you of the... You knew what Hot Topic was. I oh, really God. didn't understand. I knew what Hot Topic was at, like, high school. You don't understand, Mark. Until that point, I had <laughs> one outfit that I would wear over and over. I was, like, Doug Funny, <laughs> and that outfit... Was uh black jeans, a black long sleeve turtleneck. I remember a bright uh. yellow uh poofy vest and like a hat. I don't remember that one. Vest. This was all the way up until middle school, and I would walk oh, around right. in that all the time. That was my trademark outfit. <laughs> Just like this, the like the, uh, Marty you. McFly yellow. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I thought at the time when I first met you and your girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Like, you were like a pair of love-struck emo kids. Uh, yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I literally, because of the amount of black that you and her had at the yeah. time was ridiculous. <laughs> and now, like, I've got fucking America colors on me. I'm wearing a, a blue Dang. shirt with mm-hmm. little blue sharks on them, a white tie with an enamel pin I made, yeah. a white belt, and red pants. Yep. All st- stuff you can find at Goodwill. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I fucking rock it. Multiple people said they liked the way I dressed <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah, especially those uh, what, old white supremacists or something like that. I know, that used to be in college. And that was just like me seeing how far I could get away with shit. <laughs> Surprisingly far. Oh. Uncomfortably far. Oh. Okay. <laughs> One of the broad things which I just remembered I want to talk about is this... Alright. I... Why the hell... Of all places, a international killer, serial killer is on the loose with near supernatural abilities that no one has any idea what's going on. So they have the CIA, they have the FBI, they have probably MI6, they have like every acronym you could think of uh, working on this case of Kira. Yeah. Why the hell did a Seattle department put one of their detectives on this case? 
Like, out of nowhere. He didn't have a team. He wasn't being connected with the other FBI guys. He was by himself in an office so his co-workers could defame him. Yeah, he also had, like, a contact with the FBI, like, right off the bat. Which no, is kind but, of yeah. That was the th- yeah, because no, like when he walks out of this office, like the subtitles just like FBI, and then like they were talking to him. I was like, so I guess his dad has like higher connection. No, but it's, it's like- not that. It's not that. But that's the thing. That's what made it even more like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Because until now, until that phone call, he had no connection with the FBI whatsoever. It was more like a, a, a man who's like going, I'm going to solve the cure case. Yeah, yeah, you can do it on your own time. Yeah. Kind of situation, not a, he's been hired by, he's been paid by the Seattle Police Department to investigate murders in Japan. I know, it's it's really... It was so stupid it, 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 That was kind of like a weird leap. Uh, I remember my question, my mm-hmm. long-winded question to you is like, how does Light actually die in the, uh, in the anime This manga? was the thing I liked, and the way... This was the first, and this was the very. This also will help me dive into the differences between Ryuk in the manga and Ryuk in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, he was this malicious, devilish sprite, essentially. uh, L or no Ryuk. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Ryuk. This is all Ryuk. Okay, yeah. Um, He was this like Willem Dafoe plays this almost like devil-like being who seems to be more of the courier for the Death Note rather than the actual owner of it. I want to see, like, a Photoshop of the entire movie where it's, like, 2000, uh, 2000 Spider-Man Green Goblin going around <laughs> in the background fucking killing people. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to this, in the, in the book, in the manga, he was more of just an observer. Like, he was, he was kind of, like, an anime fan, essentially. He, he basically said from the beginning, going, I will not, I will give you this access to this power. I am not going to help you. Yeah. You take this godlike power and you do what you want with it. I just want to see this. And then after, what do you want to do with it? And then Light gives this whole spiel about he'll become the god of a new age. And then he does the whole, <laughs> humans are interesting. <laughs> and there's a few times where Ryuk, like, kind of doesn't really help him, but kind of does. Uh-huh. Like, he help, he doesn't help him in the sense that he'll kill people for him. But, like, could you pass a note? Like, because, like, the, one of the things they have with Death Note is, you can only see the Death God if you touch the Death Note, okay. not if you're the owner of it, because how are you supposed to determine that? I see. Yeah. And any, so if you touch the Death Note, you can see the you can see the Death Gods. Yeah. And he, when they discovered another Death God had come down, the one that had come with that had attached itself to Misa. Yeah. He, they kind of like sent each other secret messages between the two of them, like he, they were kind of in on like some of these uh, lights plans because they thought they were fun. But at the at least in the manga, the way Light dies is because near the replacement for L finally has tracked him down, outsmarted him and his little new loyalist, and pretty much gotten a, figured out a way for uh, exposed Light like in like exposed Light for what he is in front of the rest of the investigative team yeah. in like a private location. And then when Light has been backed in this corner and he realizes, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? Uh, what am I gonna do? He begins. He basically turns to Ryuk and tells him to write down their names for him. Yeah. And Ryuk just laughs his head off and just says no. And in fact, starts to write down Light's name in it because it's clear that he's gonna go to jail. He's not gonna be interesting anymore. Yeah. He's done with him. Okay. Yeah, and that's how the that's how the um, Light dies in the in the manga. Okay. How do, uh, does L die? L dies much before that. Basically. Yeah, that, was, that, that was my question. Uh, How does L die? L dies... It's a, it's a bit weird. Basically, the reason this Death God has kind of attached itself to Misa... Yeah. 
uh, was because she, she had she had two death notes. Essentially, she was there to witness another death god die. Oh. And a death, basically this death god kind of became literally a fan of Misa. He thought she was pretty and started to watch over her. Uh-huh. And just, like, focused all of his attention on her. And she was about to be, like, uh, killed in a, like, uh, whatchamacallit, in, like, a mugging or something like that. Oh. And the death god writes the mur- murderer's name in the death note. Death gods can't save people's lives, essentially. And in order to keep light, light to keep his hands off it, he basically had to figure out a way of w- figuring out L's name and killing L without it being attached to him. Okay. So basically, what he does, if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, was attach was basically he got basically ugh, I'm drunk. I need to get collect my thoughts. Basically, this other death god that watched the other one die began watching over Misa in his stead mm-hmm. and began to actually genuinely care for her. Okay. Like, she became literally more like a, uh, like a fairy godmother okay. and w- and was kind of, was hating the fact of what Light was doing to her to essentially, uh, using, her, her, as using her as a tool. Because, yeah. um, in the manga, you could get something powerful called the Shinigami's Eyes. Basically, you trade half your lifespan. I remember that. Yeah, you yeah. trade half your lifespan. And you could see everybody's names. You could see everyone's names. Yeah. And he wanted to use Misa to do this for, for L. But before, but until then, she had basically lost her ability to it by basically giving up the notebook and lost her memory of the notebook. There was that weird thing going on with that. If you give up ownership of the book completely, you lose your memories of the book. Oh, so you That's don't realize you're like... That you were cure all along. And there's this whole stage where... Light is working as a detective trying to solve the Kira murders. We're not even realizing he was Kira. Okay, interesting. And when me, part of his plan was for Misa to get her memory back, and she wants to help him more, so she does the deal again. Losing now, she only has a quarter of her life left. Okay. And basically gets to the point of where um, he kind of tricks this other death god to the point of where investigation is going to point, L is figured out that Misa is Kira. And unless she does something right now, uh, kills L for him, Misa's gonna die, and she's gonna go away forever. So the death god, she he manages to get the death god to sacrifice itself to save Misa, killing L. Okay, it's so a bit long and contrived because there was so much build up and a lot of like because this so it's the this is not a mo- anime like convoluted. It is pretty convoluted, but because th- this manga was never one based on action there was this is not a game mm-hmm. this is not a naruto i'm going to yeah. do i will i will shoot a fireball at you well i'm going to throw a if, giant meteor if, at you if you want to boil down death note to its like basis components it is it's sh- bureaucracy it's bureaucracy <laughs> ending in death Kind of, it's yeah. It's just yeah. finding loopholes and weird bullshit ways to cover up what you're doing mm-hmm. while you're slowly pulling, p- piling up papers so you can hide the gun that you're pointing at the other person. Kind of, yeah. It is It is bureaucracy made death. Yeah. And basically through all these other methods, he manages to kill Al. And he comes out on top. And, and now he is the lead investigator for the hunting Kira. So what's better than being the being uh, being the detective meant to hunt yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, in the movie, L did not die. No, he didn't. Yeah. In fact, he kind of won, which I was kind of glad. 
But at the same time, I'm still wondering why the hell the director for this movie ne needed to steal the gun from Blade Runner to be put in this movie. Yeah, they, they have, like, this weird Power Rangers gun yeah, that, that, with, like, a red light that's not even a laser. And it, it has that same rounded shape and everything yeah. that the freaking Blade Runner gun has. It's that not the Blade Runner gun, though, because... It the, is the Blade Runner no, gun. No, 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 because the Blade Runner gun has, like, a rifle bolt action on the top, because that's why the Blade Runner gun is cool. It's two guns. It's a pistol on the bottom, and and it can fire a rifle round, which okay. is why Deckard Kane uses it because uh, a rifle round is the only thing that can like uh, like that Put can floor a replicant. Yeah. yeah. All right, but going back to this, uh, that was still weird as all hell. It, it was like a weird director's choice to say, "Why why don't you just use a regular gun?" Yeah. It, it Not almost, this weird silver briefcase thing yeah. with lights inside your briefcase. It was cool when Watari had it because Watari is just like this weird Japanese butler. Which that's the other thing that bothered me. They didn't have Watari's last name. <laughs> yeah. Yet he could still death note his ass. Unless, like, Watari is the last name? But no, you need both parts of their name. Oh, okay. You need Maybe their it's face and Wa both parts. Watari. No, you saw that business <laughs> card. It was literally just Watari. Yeah. Which bothered me to all hell. Like, yeah, that was so such a... a uh, poked a hole in that plot point. Is yeah. that, that, is a, that is a cave-in that I have fallen into, and I'm trying to figure out a way out that could have easily been fixed by just giving him a last name. Yeah. But at the same time, a, the freaking butler or, like, guide for a mysterious no-named super detective, the butler's probably gonna have a fake name, too. Yeah. It's like, is Watari your real name? No. no. It's not gonna be his real name. Oh, my God. And... I mean, I'm glad they finally announced who how they killed those, like, investigators. Like, that was... In the manga, they... The way they did it was really weird, but it was essentially boiled down to the same thing, except he didn't mind control the... If I don't saying he didn't mind control the detective to do it. Uh -huh. He got one of the FBI detectives to write down all of their names, though. Well, which is kind of like what happened. Uh, yeah, just without the mind control. Yeah, Mia, Mia tases one guy, like, finds out what his name is by going through his wallet, and mm -hmm. then, like, writes his name in the death note and forces him to which write Which, honestly, was pretty smart. Was, I was like this. Yeah, the, 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 the bullshittery at the end, I liked. Like, and where that, it's, like, light, the, yeah. The thing that bothered me the most is that Light Yagami, or at least Light Turner, mm -hmm. they're supposed to be Light Yagami, but and he's supposed to be really, really smart. The only evidence we've had until then that he is very smart is that he does other people's homework. Yeah, that's true. He like is he's not really top of his class. At doing calculus. He he's not top of his class. He's not anything like that. Like honestly, what I would have been better for that opening scene was when he's being cut, cut out, being chewed out by the principal for being losing a, a fight. Essentially, yeah, would have been much better for him to basically say, "All right, I'm gonna let you off the hook. I'm only gonna let you off with detention because you're such a good student," kind of thing. Like, yeah, just more evidence that this guy is smart and not just. He's done some math homework. Yeah. Like, his teacher, his parents never, like, that was one of the reasons why in the manga he was able to get away with us so much shit. His parents he's never an overachiever. It, it, it's like, he was it's... number one in his class. He was, like, valedictorian. Everyone wanted to be him. He could get any girl he wanted in school. Yeah. And literally, he even uses that to his advantage in one of his killings. Oh. It's, um, it's like... It would have been pretty cool to see, like, actually, I think it would have been an interesting translation to have, like, Light Yagami and keep all of Light Yagami's traits and just 
like actually whitewash it and be like, oh, this is like a movie about the lethality of like white privilege. I think that is telling a story, especially with the black L, a little too... I know, like, that is a little too on the nose yeah, with your message. We, we, we had a, a... Mark had a funny line where it's like, where L, who's a black kid, in a black hoodie with a loaded gun, chases Light Yagami, a white, frenzied child, through the streets. And I was like, <laughs> what... Wow, this Seattle must be a cool city because I have not heard a single gunshot. <laughs> no, even the and <laughs> I will say the way he runs <laughs> that side view of this like skeleton like yeah. boy running. He runs like me, and I was I automatically I was like, I feel for you, man. <laughs> I feel for my brother that has like a weird run. That is another like a spit of broth in my face. Is that these two nerds with no physical capabilities themselves? There's the like one- a five minute long chase. Scene. Yeah, through several buildings, down several blocks. Yeah, Turner is outrunning a police car. Yeah, okay, okay. Badly so, driven so, by so L. Turner That's is like. Happy. He runs, like, five blocks outpacing a police car. Mm-hmm. Um, then, like, he jumps a fence, followed by L. now. They run through this alley, mm-hmm. run through a Chinese restaurant, break through the Chinese restaurant, do a U-turn into, like, an apartment complex. It's alluded that... Uh, uh, Turner runs into somebody's apartment, pushes them down, jumps out through the window, and keeps running down an alley, and I'm like, the fuck are these nerds? They run through a construction site, through an abandoned building, through, like, I, I would be, I would be winded at, like, half a block, I would be like, you know what, I give up. Nothing is worth running. (laughs) And L, a man who survives pretty much on sugar, has not, doesn't get, doesn't get more than one hour of sleep a Every oh no, week. he would run like a fucking monster. He no, would, he, he would keep running. His body. But then, no, here's the thing. He would he would have to stop because then he would have to realize his knees have snapped off <laughs> the joints. He would get like you know I would get down two blocks. He would get down a block and a half and overshoot me only because his like in that milk commercial his knees have snapped off and the rest of his body is still going. <laughs> and I did like that little extra scene they had of as they're running through the Chinese restaurant. L, the L, the black boy in the hoodie takes the time to smash some white middle-aged man's face into his soup and continue running after, like... Hey, like, the movie took, like, this different... Jo- if, if the movie was, like, this weird thing of, like, the first five minutes is about Death Note, and then L just, like, kicks down the door and the guy's like, I found you, like, Yagami! And then it's just, like, this Mad Max chase scene for, like, an hour and a half! I would, I would be thrilled. But I did really, I I did enjoy this idea of how they did kind of capture that same kind of Light Nails kind of weird camaraderie and like rivalry that they had it during like the L arc in the book, which was like when he when L first confronts him in the in the in the restaurant and basically saying like I know you're Kira, yeah. I just need to prove it. And I will prove it. Yeah. And and it's kind of like it's more of a game of cat and mouse between the two of them. Yeah. And this and eventually he be, uh, nonetheless I don't even want to go into the of what the manga is more that because I just sound like a angry weeb. Well, I mean, like that's what people are tuning in to listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but I, I will say I the biggest noodle I have in here hmm. the biggest noodle. 
one that I slurped up. There were bloops. There was <laughs> bloops at the end of a horror movie. Like a straight up Jackie Chan blooper reel playing over like this fucking sad 90s emo thrash. like my chemical romance music video like credit sequence. There's bloops. They show like Willem Dafoe or at least Ryuk's like stand in guy in the green suit with the weird goggles on his eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> There were minor bloopers at the end. Why on earth did you think that was appropriate? Yeah, it's it's great. It, it's like, uh, it was almost like they're like, we, we know this isn't what you were expecting in the movie, so, you know, here's a little fun for you. <laughs> oh my fucking god. This I, more horror movies should have bloops at the end. <laughs> I kind of agree, because I think just that, that, that I, I guess this kind of, it will ruin the impact of what the entire movie did. That's true. Which was my feeling on that, those bloopers. <laughs> but, like, it is kind of because the movie ends in like kind of an interesting way where it's like L breaks into uh, Mia's house and he like goes through and he finds her calculus book with a death note page and one of the things is like as long as you have a page of the death note you, it, it, it's as long as it's written on a death note page doesn't matter yeah. So, like, L slams it down on the desk, and he's about to write down uh, Light Turner's name, and, like, he's struggling, and he starts laughing, and then... And staring at that smug picture of Turner with his girlfriend. Yeah, and then it, like, cuts to Turner in the hospital after he's, like, fucking, uh... Uh, uh, fucking. Uh, uh, Explaining to his dad how he survived. Yeah, the usual suspects uh, await his way out of, like, death. Uh, Ryu starts laughing and he's like, you humans sure are interesting. And it's like, oh, did L do it? Yeah, did that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought, like, going, like, because he starts laughing after, like, it looks like L's about to write the note and he's just going, <laughs> yeah. this is great! Yeah. And more off on that of just that idea of after like, Turner gets the death note again and hides it under his pillow, where are you gonna hide that shit when someone comes? Move your head. We give you a new pillow now. Uh, it's a, oh, it's this weird, weird. Well, nobody's gonna know what the Death Note is. Except Actually, no. Wait, hold on a second. That, that reminds me of a thing that pissed me the hell off. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Turner has supposedly been in a coma for the last two oh, days. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I agree with and you. And when he finally he finally wakes up, the moment his his now suicidal minion has given him back the Death Note. Yeah. And as he's looking, and just as he hides it, you hear a knock on the door. Bef just before that, you see a scene where no one's in the room besides Mr. Mr. Turner, who is thought to be in a coma. His father knocks on the door, and then he Turner says, Come in. Yeah, he has no like, indication that his son is his... out of a coma. And yeah. shows no happiness that his son is out of a coma. Yeah, it's it's just, it's almost like it was established he'd already been out of a coma, mm -hmm. but, like, the movie doesn't go, do a good job of, like, establishing no. that. No. And plus, that was other bullshit, though. Freaking, as, as Mr. Turner is trying to basically... MacGuffin his way out of this mess of his girlfriend turning on him. Yeah. He goes onto the same website to which he just yelled at Mi uh, at his girlfriend for not to not to use. Yeah. And picks two people which he suspects could help him in this whole deal. Yeah. And writes their names down to be a suicidal minions. Yeah. So so how it, how it goes down at the end is like they end up at a Ferris wheel, Mia Mia plunks, and then what you find out what happens is uh, Turner 
uh, fucking, um... Writes his girlfriend's name down. Yeah, he writes his girlfriend's name down. Basically, narr- he he writes himself out of a plot, essentially. Yeah, he, he has literally written himself out of death. He but, has written his own plot armor for the movie. Which I kind of, I enjoyed the last five minutes very much. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, it, it, it was just like, I, I'm going to get this rapist to who just so happened to be at the park, who also just happens to be like a, a EMT worker, pull me out of the water, resuscitate me, and give me enough drugs to put me in a coma for two days. At the same time, this pedophile I found on this website will find the death note washed up on the shore, pick it up, and write down the names of criminals that he sees on TV to Until. give me cover. Then he will give it. Uh, he'll give the death note to me, and then kill himself inside of his car. Here's the thing, though. If you establish perhaps Light a bit better as being more intelligent, yeah. I might have believed that. Because it's and like, through the through the the rest of the movie, he just seems like... An emotional teen. A, an emotional teen. Like, a regular kid. It's like, he doesn't do any, like, extensive detective work to find... Like, he just kills, like... Like, Mark was like, how does he know stuff on, like, who, who to kill in ISIS and stuff? It's like, you could literally find it. It's like, I, I could Google on the phone. It's like, who are the leaders of ISIS? And then it's like, okay, Mark, get the death note. These guys are dead. And even then, these days, I've seen an article on this when supposedly there is there is current belief that the current there is no current leader of ISIS. Yeah, like, well, the most information we have on the leader of ISIS was, like, Arabic, brown hair, between five and six feet. Well, and a picture of the back of some ISIS member's head. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you could, like, kill a couple of, like, you main, like, one of their mainstays and stuff, you know? Nonetheless, like, it's just so... Like, Osama Bin Laden, like, something like that would make sense. Yeah. We have his face, we have, like, he was a well-known individual beforehand. Are you saying Kira killed Osama Bin Laden? I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not saying that SEAL Team 6 was actually oh, SEAL Team be, Kira. Well, maybe then we should stop ragging on an American hero. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I got the death note, it's like, all right, Michael, Hitler, what? I want Hitler to be dead. It's like, he's all right. I kill him again then, god damn you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Killing Kim Jong-un makes sense in, this, in, in the death note world. Adolf. But here's the Hitler. thing, though, because Kim Jong Un is a is the face of an individual we really know. No, how on earth did he find that North Korean torture general on know. Google? Buzzfeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have good recipes. Maybe they have how, a recipe how for justice. How abstract are the rules in Death Note? Do, can I only kill people? Can I kill concepts? How about entire companies? Can I kill them? <laughs> by by I, law, I, companies I are seen as individuals. So. I would be a nightmare to like a Death God. It's like he's trying to kill. He's trying to kill the concept of perpetual hunger and guilt after you've done something. How do I? No, like, you don't. He wrote he a paragraph on that. He doesn't have. You don't have to. That's like you don't have to. He a Apparently the Death Note has over a hundred, has about a hundred rules. He, he in which also, to probably cover his ass. Half them. of these names, Michael, are fictional. It's like, yeah, kill him. Here's the other thing that bothers me. I have read Game of Thrones, these characters are already dead. Well, kill him sooner. Here's the thing, though, that bothers me, though. Is the fact that they have, this, in the movie, they literally jump from rule 34, rule 98 kind, yeah. of, kind of business. But the thing about that is the fact that 
in the manga, I think that, if I'm not mistaken, there were only like 12, 12 rules. I kind of remember and that's that too, what made yeah. And that's what made it the cleverness more thing of like finding loopholes. Yeah. When there's 98 rules and they just say, Mia must have found a loophole. It's like going, how? Well, there's no, there's a hundred rules in this. Yeah. Sure, there's a way to cover their butts. Like a genie goes, you can't. You only get three wishes. I wish for a million. Uh, I wish for infinite wishes. You can't wish for that. Why? Rule ninety eight. Oh, 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 I, I know it again. I, I, I wish for a million wishes. You can't do that, Michael. Fine. I wish you fucking kill yourself, genie. <laughs> you can't. If you can't grant my wish, you'll grant this one, which is you die. Rule thirty four. You can't wish for the genie's death. Seriously, like, this kind of business is just, it's... Genie <sighs> wishes. I'm... I'm tired. I'm tired of this movie. I'm tired of me trying to remember how much a weave I was and how... <sighs> just, like... Just so many bad writing choices that were put into this. Of this, like, essentially this, like... Monkey's paw of a of a of a gun yeah. that has been found, and you claim all these little willy nilly rules to it, and you don't even apply them. Really. Yeah, it's kind of like if you were gonna put down the rules for plot points, you didn't have to make it like so many. You could have just kept it at twelve. Hell, you could simplify it to six. Yeah, and yeah. here's the thing though, the fact in the manga they even go so far as. Uh, Light does something smart after the death notes have been discovered by the like the investigation group. Yeah, he writes in fake rules. Ah, so when they find it, they he basically writes himself out of being being figured out. Yeah, like if I'm not saying he writes a rule in there that says, if after you've written a name, if you don't write another name in seven days, you die. Uh. and it, he did that as a fake to basically prove the fact that like I can't be cured. I haven't written in the death note. I'm not dead yet. Yeah, after seven days. Which was smart. Like, see, stuff like that, I would have been gotten more behind. But they don't have enough time. And that's the, yeah. that's the point. They tried to fit the entirety of Death Note and what it tried to tell into an hour and a half. An hour and a half, yeah. And it's like, I, I, I'm... Credit or credits too. I I feel like they did like an okay job. If they if they had taken like Death Note off and make it it's like sad couple does sad things to a sad world, I'd be like, this, you know what? This Netflix movie was pretty good. Yeah, but or even uh, just not even attached the Death Note's name, even did something else. No, that's exactly and then what I meant. Just did yeah. something else with Death Note, like and just not called Death Note. People are going, this feels really really lifted from Death Note, and that would be a little better in my opinion. Yeah. But it wouldn't get the same numbers of you calling yourself yeah. Death Note. Mortfolio. Something. <laughs> yeah. Inspired by Death Note. And, like, you know what? I'd be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you, like, the fact that it's called based on it is what bothers me. Because based implies the fact that you're trying to tell the same story, usually. Yeah. Inspired by, it very much has the thing of, like, going, we saw this, we thought it was cool. We're going to tell our own story of it. Like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Some guy in Texas killed people with a chainsaw. Let's write this weird, terrifying movie on it. Yeah. Like that... It just feels like they tried to sell themselves on Death Note really hard when it didn't wasn't kind of a Death Note. It was kind of like my opinions on uh, World War Z, the movie. Which okay. is like, There's a, yeah. World War Z as a movie 
was okay. It, it was palatable as a zombie movie. It even had an okay twist. I like the idea of the zombies act as like a, a, a pack animal and actively do not hunt people who are sick, who are terminal, because it would lessen the strength of the pack. And I was like, that's actually a pretty good twist. Yeah, I like that idea. And that doesn't belong in World War Z, because mm -hmm. World War Z is a documentary of... of, 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 of what was it? Uh, a fake documentary about how the world almost ended, and it's being retold by survivors, by civilians, by bystanders. Which this is World War Z is a great example of what I of what some of my favorite little YouTubers have called kind of like the Resident Evil effect. Of you have this shitty zombie movie, like this this unoriginal zombie movie idea. Yeah. And you want to make it, but you can't... The only way you can sell it is if you attach a very famous name to it. Yeah. Same thing happened with Resident Evil, same thing happened with World War Z, and plenty of other movies that have quote-unquote been inspired by other... Yeah, on and it's like the only material. the only little bits I've ever uh, in, in World War Z that I saw that was inspired by the book was like the last five minutes where they cut to montages of different types of like from news feeds and from like HRV cameras from helicopters and I was like I would have loved it if the entire movie was just that I would have loved it if the movie was about uh, fucking Matt Damon whoever the lead was as an actual reporter going around from country to country after it all had went down and like interviewing them about it. It's like, where were you during? And then like, you can yeah. just tell the story through flashback of that guy going through like numb jungles trying to like run away from a zombie exactly. pack. The cool thing would have been like the Battle of Yonkers where it's, I don't like to talk about it so I can show you because it's like the entire thing was the Battle of Yonkers is like the the land warrior system ended up like fucking everybody. So Landwire is essentially like a, I think it's a real life thing, like a heads up display that the uh, U.S. military actually uses. It's with those little uh, uh, eye hookups so, that you so have. So like body cams. Yeah, they're essentially live body cams. And the idea is like you'll be able to screen look what the other members in your squad are seeing. So you have like perfect synchronicity and like, you know, we're going to take down this building from point A, B and C all at the same time. And the idea was the Battle of Yonkers, the government put out all of their toys to contain, like, the Yonkers district in New York, and everybody was equipped with Land Warrior. But Land Warrior didn't work because conventional weapons didn't work against them because they didn't know you had to shoot and kill them at the heads. Mm -hmm. So once the front line fell, which was all infantry, you had, like, a first, like, you had a 360 view of seeing all of your friends get murdered and it was being broadcasted live to every troop so it's like the cool thing about the battle of yonkers was the effect of ptsd of all the soldiers that were in there because of technology and that was a really interesting thing yeah and like like i said yeah. we are now just telling basically death note was a movie that probably could have stood on its own that could stand on its own two feet it's palpable it, yeah if it did it, it's it's basically the double-sided sword Double-sided story of attaching yourself to a, a, a famous brand. Yeah, it's like... You're expected to meet... You're expected to be the same thing, but you want to... But you want the audio... You want the money that comes in with it. Yeah, like like I said earlier, if this is during, like, the 90s or early 2000s without, like, actual knowledge of, no, like, Which Death I Note, think when Death Note was still pumping hard. Yeah, but, like, like imagine, like, Death Note, like, the anime and the manga did not exist. And, like, this movie hit in, like, the 90s and 2000s. I... 
I no doubt in my mind I would have been like that movie was so rad where like yeah. a guy could kill everybody and like the morality <laughs> the morality lesson would have completely completely passed over my head. But here's the thing though, basically what you're saying is this. What you're saying is this this could have been Death Note if Death Note hadn't occurred. Yeah. And that's But the problem is Death Note already occurred and it is like a a, a shadow of what it was supposed to mm-hmm. uh, of the material it was facing. I would have much liked this if you if they just did what the live action movies in Japan did, which was basically they split the this big story into multiple parts. Yeah. And this because there is a lot to tell in the Death Note story. Yeah, like there, there's a lot. Like I said, it's like Death Note is interesting because it's essentially like bureaucracy where like the end result is somebody dies mm-hmm. um and that that's alluring to me yeah you mister you ran an entire campaign based on bureaucracy at one point so i've heard yeah it was great i loved it we legalized crime <laughs> uh, but I, I i don't know if it's just like the trend right now which is and i hate this trend of what you pointed out where it's like we have this IP, but we don't think it's strong enough to stand on, to its, own stand on its own, so we're going to, like, buy the name of another... Which is probably what's going to happen to Monster Hunter since... Ah! Ah. Don't remind me, goddammit! Yeah. That fucking Resident Evil fake whore, it, whore's husband is going to be making that movie. Yeah, um, which is probably... Is, I have a cool idea for a Monsters Attack America movie, but it's like studios aren't... It's that fucking dragon movie all over again. What was that? Dragons erupt in the middle of modern day and end the world? Oh, what was dragon that movie? Wars? That was a Korean movie, though. No, not Dragon Wars. There's some other one that came out in America. Like, they were in Mineshaft, and they were, like, digging deep, and they discovered dragons. Oh, Rain of Fire? Rain of Fire, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> but Rain of Fire was, like, I think that was actually, like, an original IP. That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. That's what, he's just gonna write a shitty Reign of Fire story, and that's yeah. what Monster Hunter's gonna become. Yeah, I don't, and I don't want that to, I want Monster Hunter to be directed by fucking, uh, what's his face? Uh, the dude who does, um, uh, The Life Aquatic. Uh, damn it! I uh, I know it's or something with Z. I think. Uh, Life Aquatic with Steven Zissou. That's the yeah. name of the movie, but oh. it's like uh, Wes Anderson. Oh yeah. I want him to be directed by Wes Anderson. I want Bill Murray to be like the big fucking cat that's making you curry all the time. Dude, I want Owen Wilson to be a monster and to be. No, Whoa. I want Jackie Chan to be like the monster hunter because that is the kind of goofiness that. Owen Frank- Wilson and Jackie Chan would be great. It's like, wow, Jackie, how did you do all those flips? It's all in the wrist. <laughs> so Shanghai. <laughs> Noon. Wow. Monster monsters. Yeah. Owen Wilson's just got like a fucking uh, bow gun. Yeah. Just, wow. Craig shot. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. And then freaking Jackie Chan's got like the insect staff going. <laughs> yeah. Like just yeah. leaping fucking around. Knocking Jeshi back and forth. Uh, you, you you have a perfect thing of, like, CGI cats being played by, I don't know, Nicki Minaj and Christina Aguilera. I would watch the shit out of it. I would love to see a shit-talking Nicki Minaj who can only talk in cat puns. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You want to see real bad pussy? It's like, whoa! <laughs> so that's the thing with Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter is not a serious game. It is a silly and fun game you play with your friends. Yeah, um... So my friend Alan uh, just downloaded the demo of Monster Hunter Stories, which is like their Dragon Quest RPG variant. So I've heard. And it's like, his main complaint with it, it's like, it's like, uh, it's just, 
it's not Monster Hunter. And I was like, yeah, it does, it's not Monster Hunter because Monster Hunter is already silly. Yeah. Like, you can't make it you sillier. Make it, no, they yeah. basically made it silly for kids. Yeah, but it's like kids could like... It's funny already. It's like the, the thing just like... All of the Monster Hunter plots... <laughs> yeah, all of the Monster Hunter plots keep lowering in fucking the stakes. It's like, save Moga Village in number three, and number four is like, oh, you gotta save this, like, uh... You There's gotta a weird disease, like, infecting yeah. monsters. We need you to find the source. Yeah. Number, uh, Generation X is like, we need more tourists. Get, count these monsters. Like, it's just like, the fucking stakes get lower and lower. No, but lower. here's the thing, though. This is what you saw. The stakes are already down here. They raised it with, with number three. And raised it even higher with number four. And, and this then is it's, like, back down, yeah. Yeah. Because apparently, I remember watching the damn interviews where they were fucking, they tried to make story a bigger point in Monster Hunter 4. And that's not the point well, of Monster yeah. Hunter. You play it because... I want a big ass sword. I want to hunt myself a big ass dragon and, and I want turn to its wear teeth that into a sword. I want to turn its teeth into a really cool looking fucking three piece suit. Yeah. I want to say that was the only one of the, my favorite outfits in entirety of Monster Hunter has got to be the female Rathian where you have the giant hoop skirt, metal like steel hoop skirt. I appreciate that like the heavy metal armor in Monster Hunter for ladies isn't bikini armor. It's yeah. like formal regal, like uncumbersome, like uh. Uh, fucking evening wear gowns sometimes that yes. are like plated. Well, like except the, the, for the Kieran armor, that is your classic leather bikini. Well, like the Kieran armor for the guy is also like the a leather bikini. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's, it's, the it's, for, it, it, it's kind of like they fair. Yeah, they yeah. chose a theme for each monster, and then yeah. they. Um, they held to it for both sides. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna be mad at the Narkuga outfit for, like, the girl who's, like, the fishnet ninja teddy. Yeah. Because the dudes is also, the like, the fishnet ninja, ninja teddy. teddy. Yeah. yeah. No. In the end, in the end, this is what you should get from our podcast. Don't watch the Death Note movie. Go play Monster Wait, Hunter. wait, wait. Okay, so, um, okay. let's do weeb and non-weeb. I'll do non-weeb. You do weeb. Weeb, if you love Death Note and you very much enjoyed it and you don't expect anything from this film. Do not think that this, do not think of this film as a inspiration or like a American take on Death Note because you will be disappointed and angry like me. But if you were literally just to watch it for a few interesting points, like try and step back from this being Death Note and yeah. the idea of like, a kid gets this thing, and Willem Dafoe playing the shit out of a great Ryu. He's just fucking chewing the scenery. Yeah, he he was the reason I kept watching. Him and yeah. L were the reasons I kept watching. Because those two actors did an amazing job with their characters. They were given, like, in a, a bastardized version of their characters, kind of. Yeah. But they did it so well. And that is why I will say this. Weebs, watch with caution. Qualified recommendation. I yeah. would... Uh, yeah, I would basically say... Watch it. Don't expect Death Note from this. Yeah. Just don't expect Death Note from it, and you could enjoy yourself. Um, for non-weebs, I would actually say, like, if this is a fun movie. Like, if you're a non-weeb and you've not you heard of Death Note, Death Note. you've seen Death Note, this would be, like, a fun movie. I Like I said earlier, if it's if you're, like, 14 years old and you watch Death Note and you're, like, a Hot Topic kid, you'd be like, wow, this is so cool. Justice in the palm of my hands that I can distribute without consequence? Wow. And then you can tell that to the girl you have a crush on and watch as she walks yeah, away. That was the other thing that bothered the crap out of me. Was the fact that I've got godlike powers. What am I going to do? I'm going to show it to my crush who left me in the middle of the street after I got knocked out. I didn't feel like they, like... 
He was an idiot kid. Uh, aside from, but like aside from just like the side eyes, like a uh, half open like mouth. Is, looks that she gave him from, like, the fence. Mm -hmm. There wasn't, like, any inclination that they were supposed to, like, hook up. Because, like, the you, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, the movie tells you that they're gonna hook up versus, it's like, I can see these two hooking up. <laughs> they were two kids who probably, if they didn't get a death, probably would have shot up their schools, but they found each other. <laughs> Fuck, wow. Am I wrong? Uh, it could go. It could go that way. Mia would have definitely shot up the school for fuck's sake. Yeah, that girl was crazy. Mia would have shot up the school. Uh, and asked and handed and handed a gun to Turner. Turner would have felt bad about. Yeah, he wouldn't have been the one to fire the first shot. But mm -hmm. after like Mia kind of coaxes him into it, he would like probably go into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All like, right. Yeah, it's just um, yeah, my. My my main thing was just like I would have liked the movie a lot more too if they had just like put a little more characterization into Mia. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like people are still trying to figure out how to write like women characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was coming off at first as kind of the independent of where she was like she's standing up for this kid and didn't was like I can handle this. You back, you yeah. stay back. Well, well, like yeah, there there is that, and then like there is just. My problem with her is just, like, you you have no context for, like, why she goes, like, so gung-ho from, yeah. like, zero to a hundred. And it's, like, if that happens, my... Why I don't like that happening is, like, I... I what I'm afraid of is, like, people will see that and, like, translate that into code. as like, oh, this is what makes a strong female character. Mm. Which is somebody who has no motivation and has, like, almost, like, uh, absolute, uh, like, just goes into something a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's, like... I hate that in, like, any other regular character, and I don't want to see that to be, like, a trope for female characters, you know? Oh, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, like, I, I, I didn't like the trope, of, like, a long time ago, where it's like, oh, this is a strong female character because she's got a gun. It's like, no. I don't need no man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that. that's not what makes her a strong female character. Maybe that was fine in, like, the 80s and 1993, but it's not fine now. We need more. And on that sobering note, as I have actually begun to get a bit sober, yeah. I guess we're gonna call it a night. Thank you for listening. As we, as I got particularly angry about this movie. Yeah, we're still, uh, we're still downloading uh, Mark's uh, uh, program. I need to buy. I just need to put the money. I need. I have just spent money on health insurance, so I don't have as much yeah. money as I used to. I'm telling to. you, just call Adobe and be like, "Yo." Um, back. Yeah, I, do, I need to find the serial number to prove it. No, I told you, it's like, uh, they, like, if you registered it, just give them your name. They'll ask you, like, it's like losing a password. Huh. Yeah, they'll just ask you. You'll, you'll have to go through, like, three identity things where it's like, give us your email, your birthday, and, like, your, your full name. And then we'll cross-reference it to, like, our downloads and stuff. Because if you registered it, then, like... I you, don't you, remember you, if I registered it officially. Well, you'd have to, because it's working on your thing. I don't remember. I don't fucking remember what it takes. Because this was CS6 when they had this, when they made you pay $700 for the CDs. Yeah, that's what, my, that's what I do with my Photoshop when I have to, like, transfer it to, like, another computer. Well, I guess I'm going to get the phone with Adobe. Yeah. And hopefully their call centers aren't in Texas or Florida, because they're both filled with water. Oh, yeah, right now, as of recording, uh, the, the hurricanes, like, pass through, right? And they're just, like, dealing that. with... I think we're dealing with the fixing now. Yeah, we're dealing with the fixing. 
Um, anyway, um, on that sobering note, yeah, hit us up on Weeaboo Wednesday. We got our first fucking comment! Yeah, yeah. someone actually reviewed us on iTunes. Yo, Mark, we're so excited. He called me, Facebook messaged me at, like, 2 in the morning, and I immediately got up and, like, uh, went over to iTunes. I was like, oh, shit! Thank you, gi- thank you, gibberish name with a bunch of letters. Oh, we can, like, pull them up, pull them up. No, no, yeah. we're gonna... Yeah, but, uh, but thanks, you, if you're listening to this still, you yeah, know... Yeah, thank you, um... Also, yeah, follow us on uh, Twitter at Weeaboo Wednesday. Um, if you guys got, like, a good piece of shit you want us to watch. Please, review, send yeah. it to us. Yep, yeah, like, uh... We, we begin to run out of ideas because we have lives as well. Yeah, like, uh, send us some ideas and shit like that. Um, and Actually comment on our on our SoundCloud, perhaps? Yeah, 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 shoot us something on our SoundCloud. That isn't from a bot telling us you can get more listeners? Yeah, like, fuck those bots. It's like, hey, yeah, you, yeah I love your guys' sound. You want, like, 500 more listeners? It's like, fuck you, bot. Me and Mark are sweating our asses in our ass cracks over here, drinking warm Bacardi Oak Heart, fucking screaming into this laptop about some sort of big-titted anime. Which there weren't any this week. Yeah. So we couldn't even enjoy that. There wasn't even, like, we're not even going to humor it with the white food of the uh-huh. week. At least Misa, at least Misa Amade in the manga was a model with cute outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I gotta cut this before Jane yeah. kills me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, follow me on, um, yeah, follow me on, uh, Marcus Liger on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, uh, thank you for all my Patreon supporters, you keep, uh, you keep our world turning, keep all right, turning. Alright, Michael, finish, just get uh, closer. Yeah, yeah alright, uh, goodbye, happy Wednesday. Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.